All right, welcome into Eminem Going Deep Week Three Preview and Week Two Recap. Um, as always, I'm your host Kyle McCumber, and introducing my co-host Cole Mueller. Shout out! So everybody knows how we break it down. We go through first down, second down, third down, fourth down. We have our pick uh, six. Pick six, and then uh, we get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, as we go through, Cole will remind you what each downer is about. But let's start off with we uh first down. All right, first down. We'll start. How about Vikings Eagles? Really quick. Yeah, that was a uh, Eagles don't look great on offense. No, they do not. And uh, I. I said this in our week one uh, preview uh, that I did not pr- trust the guy that they hired to take over the offense for. Uh, he was a guy in uh, John Gannon. Yeah, was he the he was the OC? No, Stetch in the OC. You talking about? Say it again. Say who you talking about? The are you talking about the Cardinals? Or are you talking about the Colts? The OC of the Eagles last year was it Stetchin or Gannon? Those were the it was, two. It was Steichen. It was Steichen? Okay. Went to the Colts, Shane Steichen. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so it's Brian Johnson. I don't know about that. And also, I think we saw a big weakness in the Eagles' defense this past week, too, with um, their secondary. They have a lot of injuries in that secondary and at that second level with N'Kobe Dean going down. Um, But, you know, their front four that they can rotate in and out is – Probably the best in the league with Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Sweat, Graham. Like that that's that's where their strong suit is, but that that secondary is getting beat up. And then now we have the trade rumors of Buda Baker going there. Yeah. Well Yeah, really last thing I'll say on that game is Kirk Cousins keeps the Vikings relevant as much as people want to hate on them. He's a top level especially performing this year. You could He's a top 10 quarterback so far this season by far. You can't put nine other guys or 10 other guys ahead of him. Um, yeah. All right. Going into their next Raiders Bills. I'll be honest. I didn't watch much of this game. I see the score. And that just, I mean, it, it's kind of shocking. I had the Raiders covering plus 10, but if you got anything on that one. Yeah. Uh, the Raiders, uh, Josh McDaniels, I don't know if he's a good head coach because uh, he can't get his offense going for the Raiders. That, that, that thing was terrible. And Devonte Adams, I'm pretty sure is in concussion protocol now. Um, and then, yeah. And then Josh Jacobs, nine rushes for negative two yards. Insane. The literally the NFL rushing leader a season ago, negative two yards on nine carries. Oh gosh. And James cook, 123 yards rushing on 17. That was, that was the other thing about this game was James Cook kind of had his breakout. And then uh, the Bills offense kind of shifted a little bit. Instead of going for those deep shots they they uh, typically go for, for those 15-plus yardage uh, plays, they really were a little bit more dink and dump inside the, the sticks in, in this game. And they moved the ball progressively down the field. Um, yeah. I would say that their offense is trending in the right direction, um, but they did play a weaker opponent. Cole Mueller's Super Bowl pick, um, Buffalo Bills. Okay, and then we go into Ravens-Bengals. 
that game again looking at the score i'm this is why i hate myself for going to a football game because it was really fun but really you drink and then you only focus you're hyper fixated on one game and yeah. i watched the afternoon you know the afternoon and evening and primetime games but yeah this this looked like a quite a game i don't know about it though so you have to tell me so uh ravens jumped out to a a lead like off the bat and then it was basically the Bengals had to come back into the game um Ravens uh you know the Gus Edwards Justice Hill will have to be like they're like kind of rotating backs Zay Flowers is definitely a stud and it was nice to get Mark Andrews back they had their red zone threat and then he ended up scoring a touchdown but Odell Beckham Jr. goes down with an ankle injury uh that I don't know how that'll affect the Ravens that much but Zay Flowers is a stud. Going to the Bengals, Joe Burrow looked rusty. Um, he kind of came alive in the second half with his two touchdowns to T. Higgins. And then he ended up re-injuring the calf. And now Zach Taylor's telling everybody that he's questionable. Joe Bur- yeah, Joe Burrow might be question uh might not be uh there Monday night. Um, so Ravens on the trending upwards. That was my Super Bowl pick. Uh, and the Bengals continue to get slow out of the gate, but we talked about this. Like they typically start slow. Um, we'll see what they can do this week, though. And then we go into and they play the Buccaneers, right? Yeah, who the Buccaneers are not like their defense is pretty good. Yeah. And then we go into seventeen nine Kansas City Chiefs over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, my God. This game was painful to fucking watch, dude. The Jaguars had almost every fucking chance they could to, like, put, like, get up on the Chiefs, score a touchdown. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I'm pretty sure, may uh, has a record now for most incompletions inside the red zone. Uh, I think he was 0 for 8 or something like that. Um, Calvin Ridley gets a little bit banged up. Uh, Chiefs offense didn't look great, and, but that could be more so that the, the Jags defense actually looks pretty good. Um, but Chiefs, Chiefs squeak out a win and cover, you know, what they say. Great teams win. Super Bowl champs and Super Bowl NFC team elect both looking like not as good as they they were last year, dominant-wise. Um, then we go into... What are we going to do? Chargers, Titans. Chargers <sighs> lose to the Titans in overtime. Yeah. Um, what was it? Fucking game. Oh, oh, this was a good game. Uh, they for no for for some reason like they barely were showing this game. But Justin Herbert throws for over three hundred yards and two three touchdowns. Um, yeah. And uh, Chargers defense gets five sacks, holds Derrick Henry to under a hundred yards, and still loses. Um, Brandon Staley, who came into the league being this, like, go-getter going forward on fourth down, had, like, a fourth and two towards the end of the game on the Titans, like, 40-yard line and punted. Um, Totally against what he was when he first took over as head coach. Um, Titans, Mike Vrabel, man, he gets his team prepared. Uh, and Tannehill, when he doesn't turn the ball over, they're they're going to be competitive. I feel like they'll have they're like the New England Patriots, but just in the AFC South, they're going to stay relevant. If they uh, had someone better than Tannehill, they would be even better. But since Tannehill will hold them back, is Tannehill worse or better than Mac Jones? I think Mac Jones is better. 
I don't know. In the playoffs, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Packers, Falcons. This one was a gut wrencher because we had this game 24-12. Honestly, it didn't feel like in the moment in the game that we were getting outgained by two to one. Like I, I, I want to say it's like 470 yards to 245 yards total offense. And we had 20 minutes time of possession. They had four, like, it was literally a double two to one offense to defense on how, or how long we were on offense versus them. We, Bijan Robinson, just, I guess they didn't have many big plays. They just had one big completion. And then they had a lot of like, you know, seven yard gains, eight yard gains on the, running the ball. And then we just played bad situational football in the fourth quarter. You couldn't, you couldn't stop the run. Like you yeah. could not stop the run. Like once they found out that you guys were having trouble with that, they just kept doing it. And but here's uh, our problem. it didn't look like it didn't watching the game. And it might've been like the 15 Miller lights, but you couldn't tell that we were that bad at stopping the run. I just saw the scoreboard and I was like, look, Jordan loves got three touchdowns on the day. Zero interceptions. We're having a good game. And we were up 24-12, heading into the fourth quarter. And we just kept on having good defensive bend, but don't break stops. But then we just did three and out, three and out, three and out. In the fourth I, think, I think in the fourth quarter, you guys got held to seven yards. Yeah, we had, we had three three and outs in a row. Yeah. And then, and the then also, game. I wanted to ask you, how did you feel about his drunken stumble on the fourth and so, one? That was that was a crowd noise issue where he had to call a different cadence. Like it was a read, so he it wasn't going to sneak it unless he saw the right look from the defense. And then he saw the right look. He he called the read, but no one could hear him. Mm-hmm. And then you you said that going into the game, like this is going to be a crowded like a crowd environment, and this is a young team. So without no. Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, the crowd sucked. It's just it's kind of a loud stadium because it's a new dome. It's a but dome. There was, it was fifty. It was seventy percent full. That stadium was. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that a little bit. I mean, that was bad. Um. All right. Next one we got. We have Seahawks Lions. This game. Love to see that score. Um. I think I had no. I didn't. I don't know. I did. I had the Seahawks in that game to cover the spread. Mm-hmm. So well, they weren't covering. They were. They were the underdog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they covered. Seahawks covered. Ooh. They're plus five and a half. They can't cover. They won the game. That's what I'm saying. But that's how you cover. Uh, no, the minus is the cover. What do you mean? Like if you're the minus, like five and a half for the Lions. Like in order to win that bet, if you're betting on the Lions, they have to win by six points. Six points. Yes. And so but the, the Seahawks, Seahawks won to, outright. Seahawks, Seahawks. Yes, exactly. I'm saying I had money. I said the Seahawks. Yeah, I know. I I get what you're saying. I, now I get what you're saying. Yeah. But that game was a lot of fun. Uh I was really hoping that it would reach the over 80 point total, but it 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 didn't end up, but it uh fun game. Fun game. Uh wow. both teams look pretty good. Colts Texans battle of rookie QBs. What do you see in this one? I didn't get to watch it. I'm curious. I was upset that Anthony Richardson uh self uh, self-inducted himself into concussion protocol. Uh, so it was on his second rushing touchdown. He's going to the sideline. He ended up falling on the ground, and he hits his helmet against the um, the turf. 
and he go he goes over to the sideline and he puts himself in concussion protocol and then he doesn't come back into the game. Gardner Minshew looked good as a backup. Um, Texans, they don't have an offensive line. Holy shit! And then they get down early, so they can't run the ball. So then C.J. Stroud is just forced to fucking make every play on his own. A lot of people are comparing it to David Carr when he came in the league for the Texans and was their quarterback, what, 2000, 2001? Yeah. And led the – has the record for most sacks in a season. Uh, yeah. he C.J. Stroud is on Not pace long, to, like – C.J. Stroud is on pace to, like, blow that sack record out of the water. Um, But C.J. Stroud's good, man. Like, he – He looks good. He's got that good stat line. 30 for 47, yeah. 384 yards, two TDs. And Nico, Nico Collins kind of had, like, a coming out game. Yeah, seven receptions, 146 yards. Um, Bears, Bucks, Bucks win by ten. I don't doesn't surprise me. Uh, Justin Fields looks bad, man. Justin Fields looked bad. He was missing missing open receivers, missing his reads. Uh, I don't know if he's like out of sorts. And then also Bears receivers don't know plays. I, like there was little. I like I saw some. Dan Orlovsky breaking it down that like two receivers are literally like running the same route right next to each other. And then Justin yeah. Fields reads the play, right. And he throws it to the right receiver, but two of them right there. Don't make a catch. Yeah. So the bears have a lot of issues right now. Bucks, good defense. Mike Evans, holy shit. Revitalizing a career here. Well, I mean, he wasn't down the last couple of years, but now is seeing more targets than he's ever seen before. Baker Mayfield said after the game, he's the best number 13 I've ever played with. A little stab at OBJ. Oh, yeah, you're right. Let me see. Wait, what was the set line on that? They had six receptions on 171 yards. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, he had like a, I think he had like an 87 yard reception or something like that. I just remember seeing a highlight in the corner of Mike Evans, like running down the field and then he ran out of gas and he ran to the sideline. <laughs> oh, I did see that play. Yeah. Um, and then Baker Mayfield hasn't, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, hasn't thrown an interception yet. Might not have. I don't, I don't know. think he has. Giants Cardinals 31 28. Giants, this game was it not 28 0? What was the score? Was it 28 0? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was either 28 0 or 20 to 0. And then the Giants scored, yeah, it's 20 to 0. And then the Giants scored, it was 28 7. Yeah, until three minutes left within the third. And then the Giants came back and won. Yeah, that's a crazy. Wow. Behind behind Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, and then Barkley goes down with the ankle injury and is uh, likely to be out three to four weeks. Yeah, not the only injury. Um, then we go into 49ers-Rams, 30-23. to 23. I, love, I love Sean McVay. I had the Rams to cover seven and a half, and him kicking that field goal at the end. Made them cover. I love it. And he yeah. spiked the ball, too. They're down 10, and he's driving the ball. Obviously have no chance. They spike it and then kick the field goal yeah. and cover. Mm-hmm. Um, 49ers look dangerous, though. That that defense is good. Uh, they made some second-half adjustments and then came out and just throttled the Rams. Yeah, I'm going to guess, like, already in, in terms of, like, where people are putting – these teams like the they're probably the, number one. Yeah, you're you're they're already over the Eagles. Um, even with 
you know, Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy's injury, like that's so far gone now from, you know, the preseason debates of who's going to be the quarterback for the fucking Niners. I'm glad um, you mentioned that because did you see that article that came out like yesterday? Um, Donovan McNabb like talked to Jalen Hurts and apparently like Jalen Hurts is playing with like a shoulder injury. No, did not know. Yes, that. he. I guess like he said like Donovan McNabb like asked him like, "Oh, how you feeling, man? I know he had the shoulder last year," and he was like, and then like Hurts responded like, "Um, well, you know how it is, you know, just got to get out there and play the game or whatever." Like insinuating that he's playing injured. Um, but I don't know how much it's affecting him. Maybe it's like on those deep balls. Like that's why you see him not throwing it as far long as he, he did last he year. Never was a great. Here's my thing about Jalen Hurts. I think he's a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's like sucks, but Jalen Hurts threw it to Devontae Smith and AJ Brown, who are just athletes. They're just go getters. It's a, not a 50 50 ball to those guys. They're, it's like an 80 20 ball. So he just throws it up to them, and they have a great offensive scheme. Well, they did with Shane Steichen, and we'll see with them in the future. But anyways, I digress. Yeah, I would say I would say the thing that made them a little become a little bit more dangerous now, like just because we're on it, is uh, how good their run game looked. But then again, the Vikings defense isn't great. Hey, if the Cowboys played the Eagles next week, that that'd be a tough one. Cowboys Cowboys would be favored. I, I think, think so. Would be favored I, if they're is, in. If they're in the link, though, no. Like, if they're playing in Philly, I don't think so. Maybe it would be like a one-and-a-half, one. Yeah, maybe it, a wouldn't, it wouldn't be over two-and-a-half points. Yeah, no. it would. I would think it would be under two, actually. I think the Cowboys would be like a four-and-a-half, three-and-a-half at least favorite. against. If the they're Sun. playing in Dallas, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, that game, from what I saw, I saw a little bit of that game. It. It never looked close, and it just looked like kind of how you thought it would go after we hyped up Aaron Rodgers and the Jets on our last week's episode. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. The episode ended, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and, you know, the whole week storyline, we forget that it was just after our last episode was recorded. And now, now we're looking at Zach Wilson and the Jets, possibly Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Jets, possibly – there's there's talk of Robert Griffin the third, some random ass motherfuckers coming. You know what I would say, Jameis Winston. But yeah, not- a lot of people are pointing to Jameis I'm and just- like being like, why can't we get Jameis on another team here? I mean, the guy can throw and get you out of games. He can lose you games, but if you have the one of the best defenses in the NFL, which you can't really tell this year with the Jets because they get put in shit situations. Um, I forget what year it was, but I'm pretty sure Jameis led the league in touchdowns, but also led the league in interceptions. Yeah. He had 30 <laughs> touchdowns and 30 interceptions. Yeah, um, and then uh, but the Jets and Cowboys game, no, never was really close. They, the closest it got was, I think it was, I want to say it was either 10 or 14-7. Uh, Garrett Wilson breaks that long touchdown, and holy shit, did he look fast. Yeah, I was going to say he looked like a fucking track star. Like, Yeah. Um, Commanders Broncos. I saw that this was right when I got back to my hotel, and I saw the fucking Hail Mary. Hail Mary. I was like, oh, one more play. Let's watch it. And I saw. It. I was like, that's insane. And then you just you missed the two point conversion. Like that was just fucking def- that defeated me. Yeah, that uh, that they, they were they were calling for a uh, 
pass interference on it. But I though I can't believe that like you've been saying that the Broncos defense is good, but blew an 18 point lead up 21 to three to Sam Howell, which I did go back and watch some film on this game. And Sam Howell did have some really pretty throws. Um, especially on the two touchdowns, he had some like really nice touch on the ball in order to get those. Uh, but Holy shit, Broncos. That's, that's a bad look. Uh, you definitely should have won that game, especially being in mile high. And Sam Howell's first, that's first time the Washington has gone two and zero since Rex Grossman. So, this yeah. is in three three starts. He's three and zero. Yeah. yeah, that's I didn't. Yeah, last year because he played that um, one game. Dolphins, Patriots, Dolphins. I watched the first three quarters before I snoozed on this one. That was a. Uh, I mean, the Dolphins look look really good. I think they're. You got to con- consider them a AFC contend contention favorite as far as the super bowl and obviously it's it's early as shit so like you get momentum now and all of a sudden you start collapsing in november that sounds like a, a miami thing to do especially considering last year um but they looked uh the dolphins look like they could have blown new england out if like a player two went their way right yeah and you, honestly it's like the the Patriots offense just doesn't look like it has the, the dynamic. Teams. Yeah, the dynamicness you want from its whether it's your pass catchers or your running backs. Like they don't have I, I feel like they're offensively sound. Like they, they follow the um Bill O'Brien system pretty well and they're they're a well coached team, but they don't really have the playmaking abilities that they they need to like be like elite. I think they need to use Ramondre Stevenson a little bit more, right? Uh, he's definitely their best playmaker on offense. Like Hunter Henry's tight end number two in the league right now with how yeah. many receptions he's getting. I know. He he seems like he's the one making all the different highlight reel plays for them. Like mm-hmm. the Mac Jones just throws it up to Hunter Henry on a on a big third down. But um Yeah, Saints- outlook is bleak for the Patriots right now. Yeah, just because it's the AFC. I mean, they're 0-2, so are the Bengals. But you look at the Bengals, you're like, all right, they got Joe Burrow. You have a little trust because they have the juice. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, the Patriots don't. Um, Saints and Panthers, 20-17. to Saints, that game, right before we get into your Browns and Steelers. Saints, Panthers, so what a defensive couple skirmishes last night's games were. I know you probably didn't watch much of the Saints-Panthers once the Browns game kicked off, but that was – Saints Panthers was just grueling to watch, and Derek Carr didn't look great. Anyone that's like saying Derek Carr is a top quarterback in the NFC, and guess what? Saints coming to the Packers, they're, they'll probably shred us next year or next week just because I'm saying this. But Derek Carr was missing throws; they didn't look great. Chris Olave had a couple really like wow plays, and Shahid played well. Like Mike Michael Thomas looks like Michael Thomas. Um, yeah, but they're. As far as like their run game, you you worry until Kamara's back because fucking Jamal Williams is hurt. Panthers defense really really good, and I mean really really good. Like Brian Burns and that defensive front in the first half were all over the place. They just need yeah. some help from that fucking offense. Adam oh, Thielen yeah. was the only guy catching a ball. That's what I said to you, Adam Thielen. I felt like yeah. was going to be their like number one. <laughs> um, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, you ugly ass game in in the the upcoming Saints Packers game. I would take the Packers because Jordan Love's not playing bad. That like second half of the Falcons, you know, just wipe it away. Who's uh, who's who got the best passer rating in the NFL right now? I have no idea. Jordan Love. Oh, he really? Yes, Jordan That's Love is impressive. the best pass rating, and he's tied with Kirk Cousins for the most touchdowns in the NFL right now, and he's know- got zero interceptions. Do you know who the most accurate passer is in the NFL right now? It's going to be surprising. No, it's fuck no. He's 32nd in the league. Uh, He's missing throw. I'll get into this after. I'll save it. Oh, my God. Uh, It's actually Dak. Dak is only underthrowing or overthrowing his receivers on like 8% of his throws, which is pretty impressive to me. But didn't think that would be uh, a stat I would have for Dak. But. No, Bryce Young needs some fucking weapons, man, because that Panthers defense is good. And it's a shame that Shaq Thompson got hurt last night because he was playing good, too. And he's also like just a favorite of mine. Um, Derek Carr. Why why do I I have so much blind faith in him? But I don't know. I I do. I do get this like feeling that it might look a little different. I said it last week. It might look a little different when Kamara comes back. He's got one more game suspension, then he'll be back in week four. I'll be interested more in the Saints side of things, like when Kamara actually comes back and they're at full force. I just last thing we say before we go into the Brown Steelers. I just think it's crazy that there's. I would say half of America, and I could be wrong, but this is just how I feel. Half of America thinks Derek Carr is better than Kirk Cousins. Like he has a perception that he is a better quarterback than Kirk. I don't know what it is because Kirk Cousins consistently plays. I don't think, you know, recent, like maybe, but there are a lot of people that are really high on Derek Carr as like he's a yeah. really, really good quarterback, not really blue chip, but red chip. And I don't, I don't see it. I see him being like Eli Manning at his peak. Like and that's Derek Carr's peak is Eli. Derek Carr's peak is like a is like an av- an average Eli Manning. Okay, not, not, Eli, like, Manning, not Eli Manning throwing to Mario Manningham in the Super Bowl. No, uh, but but uh, yeah, no. Kirk just takes so much hate for like no fucking reason. Yes. And Super like, Bowl. go ahead. Like one of the worst things about Kirk that I saw the other day after the game was um, in like Kirk's like four best seasons like. His defense never ranked higher than like twenty seventh. Yeah, it's which like garbage dude, points. He's probably getting garbage points a lot, which is also you, well, you, why he's... You, you might get garbage points. But hey, if you're staying in the game and you're a Vikings fan, you're loving it because like every game you're coming in there and you're like, we have a chance. Yeah. Um. No. Here's the thing about the Saints. I'm a couple. If if they go in and Lambo. And beat the Packers, which they're they've got to be favored after watching the defense play against those Panthers. I think the Saints, especially with the NFC, you have to consider them Super Bowl contenders. I think the Saints have a offense that has a lot of stars, and I know like you're not super. We're not super high on Dennis Allen as a head coach. I I'm not either, but that offense has juice, and that defense is has a lot of fucking juice. Do you realize um, that the that the NFC South right now is six and two in total? Bucks two and zero, Saints two and zero, and the Falcons two and zero. And the the only two losses are the Panthers, and one of them was from the fucking Falcons. 
Yeah, and then the other was Saints. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Browns, Steelers, go ahead, take us, take us to second down after this. Okay. Um, outlook is bleak for Browns fans. Uh, I, I like I always say I'm a pessimistic Browns fan, and like this this game to a T is exactly the reason why I am a pessimistic Browns fan. Like there are so many chances in that game for the Browns to pull away and take and take the the big brother out. Um, you know, of course you start the game with a pick six. Harrison Bryant, I don't know why he's even on the field or on the team. He fucking sucks. Uh, but Deshaun Watson wasn't even accurate with the pass. Um, and then defense comes back after the offense sputters out on a drive for fucking a goddamn holding penalty and gets a field goal. Off uh, Defense comes on the field and gets an interception in plus territory. And we don't even get a field goal out of it because our kicker misses the field goal, which you can't blame him. We had it was a 43 yarder. He made the first 43 yarder. I literally was sitting here. I was like, there's no chance he makes the second 43 yarder. Um, defense looks really good, but um, I gotta say something really quick. That Minka Fitzpatrick hit, that was fucking cheap shot, and that was a dirty fucking hit. And I don't know, like you you played football growing up, and I don't know what how you can defend it in any sort of way well, on, player, Chubb. on Chubb. A player diving, like literally his helmet is directly down to the ground and then just no hands like trying to wrap up, just diving like this towards Chubb's legs. That is not a tackling motion. That yeah. is not how you are taught to tackle at all. If anybody's defending him, I can't, I actually am in disbelief of it. Like, I played rugby in college, and I know that's not, like, something to stand on, but you're taught cheek to fucking butt cheek. And then you go in with your arms, wrapping, and then fall down. Like, that. Yeah. the the entire motion that Mika Fitzpatrick had in order to bring Chubb down was completely cheap and absolute bullshit. What happened to two-plate? What happened on that drive, though? Nick Chubb gashed them. And you remember someone tried to do cheek to butt cheek? It might have been Mika Fitzpatrick. It was, or it was the other safety. Remember, he broke through the second. Yeah, he, he got hit, and then and Chubb went down yeah. from that hit. Yeah, he went down. He went down. But I mean, that thing had to fucking hurt. That was like I saw that shoulder pad into that hip, and I'm like, a full this- speed Chubb. Even just because Nick Chubb didn't even lower his pads, he just ran yeah. up, and they like went into his lower body. But like they just bounced. They kind of just like fell off, and I'm like, that had to fucking hurt so bad. And then the next play, he. Powered through for nine or eleven yards, something like that. And you look at it and it's like you as a 195-pound guy going against a 228-pound running back, you've got to do something that he's a, that guy is the he's there's, like fucking Bo Jackson. There's a difference between the play you're talking about and the one with Minka Fitzpatrick. The one with the guy with the other safety, I think his name is Kazi. It's open field, and there's no other defender on Chubb. And no one else is wrapping him up. Chubb is already being brought down by another player in the Minka Fitzpatrick one and is falling forward. Minka Fitzpatrick then goes at his legs. Like that, she, that I don't, I honestly, I don't know how anybody can defend it that that play was not yeah. a cheap shot and that was a dirty fucking play. But it, to wrap up the fucking game, like after that, I honestly knew the Browns were going to lose. Uh, the, like, like the air 
for like not out of the stadium because whoever in Pittsburgh was taken out of us, but you could tell tell them players that like they just weren't there anymore. What are you laughing at? No, I I agree with what you're saying. It's like the air in Pittsburgh for yeah, but for the for like the Cleveland. I know exactly players. what you mean. The team the team lost. It's that's like that's your powerhouse. Like your your offense runs through Chubb. The offense did not look anything worth a shit when Chubb wasn't you know grinding that offense on the field like you had that one nice catch in the first half by Amari Cooper that mm-hmm. kind of just like had that one contested catch but with against Pat Peterson but besides that it was like the offense just didn't look really solid at all besides mm-hmm. how it went through with Chubb and Ford's not a terrible back it's just Chubb made Ford made some really good plays and like yeah. I like Jerome Ford he's just not Nick Chubb the other thing that I needed to mention was before Nick, like if Nick Chubb doesn't get hurt, Nick Chubb is probably going to run for over 200 fucking yards on the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. He had 64 yards before he got hurt. But yeah, no, Eric got taken out of us when Chubb gets hurt. And then, you know what's, you know what's funny about this? And I'll, this will ask, this will be the last thing before we switch to second down. So mm-hmm. Chubb, everyone, Trenton had him on his fantasy team. I had him on the fantasy team. Um, Fucking, I had Jamal Williams and Trent, or uh, Trent. I had Jamal Williams and I had Nick Chubb on my team. I needed to get 10 points to win. Oh, you got like uh, five, nine? Well, Jamal Williams gets hurt mm-hmm. with the hamstring after he had two points. He had a bunch of carries, but he was getting stuffed. So he only had 2.9 points. And then Nick Chubb starts pushing through. And I'm like, okay. And right, right on that carry, right before that carry, he had, I was like, oh, it's just. It's just Nick Chubb now. They just ruled out Alvin Kamara or Alvin Kamara. They just ruled out fucking Jamal Williams with an injury. So it's just Nick mm-hmm. Chubb. Nick Chubb, I lost. He needed one more yard for me to win. I lost by 0. .06 points. Damn. In that, I was so pissed. But anyways, um, cares about yeah, and then uh, fucking. So now, offense for the Browns has to transfer over to Deshaun Watson being the focal point and spreading it to these receivers who you could argue like, oh, maybe he had a little bit more talent in Houston. But in Houston, he had a terrible offensive line. In this offense, it's not a great offensive line, but it's better than the one he had in Houston, and he looks really fucking bad. Holding the ball uh, when like receivers are wide open, holding the ball and not anticipating when receivers are coming out of their breaks, throwing it late, leading to pass breakups. He looked so bad, and I just don't trust him as a quarterback and it and it actually sucked even more when Nick Chubb went down because it actually made it harder for me to root for the Browns and like stay engaged in the game because I just they, like I didn't want to keep watching like that's my that's my guy right there like one of the reasons I watch it I watch it, the games for Nick Chubb and our defense and now yeah. half of that is gone um and then the Steelers come away with a win and 14 of their points come from their defense and you're never probably going to win when that happens. So speaking of winning, shall we go into, Oh, I had one more comment. You were saying that I was probably more engaged to the pan, the Browns game than the Panthers Saints game. Not because of fucking ESPN though. Those motherfuckers put in the screen and screen like, making me watch the Panthers and Saints game when I'm I only want to watch the Browns game like it that was driving me fucking nuts 
Okay. Yeah. I could see if they kept on going back for plays, but they do that all the time with fucking Fox and shit. Like, oh, let's Yeah, they do that. Break. They do it during like they did like I just remember there was like a stretch in the Browns game where like for a long period of time like half of my screen was being fucking dedicated to Panthers Saints and I, I didn't want to watch that. Like oh, I know you're talking about, yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh it'll happen next week too, but not for your team. Um, yeah, yeah. Why do they keep? Uh, why do they? I keep think it's doing like a two, two it's Monday like night first, games. It's like the first few weeks of the season they do it. Like it's like till week four, and then they'll stop. They usually do it for like growing the game purposes, though. Like like, they, like it's a me- like a Mexico or Ger- like not Germany because of the time difference, but like a Mexico game, they'll like have two Monday night games. But all these games are at home. Yeah. For the well, screw Mexico. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get a game this year. Not because we don't want them to. We want them to have all the games. Um, speaking of week two or week three, got him on drugs. Uh, the cartel. Shall we go into second down? We'll start. I'm going to rattle these off. We'll, we'll go quick. Giants 49ers. I'm going to say really quick. That's a fucking easy win. Jesus. Yeah. I, uh, I don't without Barkley, I don't think the Giants really stand a chance in this game against the Niners, especially playing in Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara. Also, the Giants aren't traveling back to New Jersey. If did you not know did you see that? They're just staying out there. Yeah. That's smart. Um okay, Colts Ravens. Ravens minus eight. That's that's a good game. I think that's a sneaky unless you unless you got Richardson out, but Minshew's still a good backup. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's a sneaky good game. I think the Colts are going to make that one tight. I don't think the Ravens are going to run away with it. A possible cover there, like a backdoor cover for the Colts. <laughs> yeah. Um, Titans, Browns. This is a fucking sneaky good game. This is going to be a low scoring game. I have. What's the What's the spread that you have? Cleveland minus three. Okay, I'm looking at something completely different. I'll go look at something else. <laughs> uh, this is on ESPN, but yours is – I mean, like, I think the Browns' defense is so fucking good. They're the number two defense in the league right now. They are They are just filthy to watch. And the Titans don't mm-hmm. have the star power that the, the Browns do. Like, just – yeah, that defensive line – of the of the Browns, and then you have like Denzel Ward, that one hit he did on fucking who's that who's that guy that was from the Patriots Olsen, but he's an, he's a, he was from the Patriots Olsuski Olskowski Gunnar Olskowski whatever the fuck oh yeah, yeah 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 laid the wood yeah whatever I don't want to get him back to the re- review of that game but I think Browns I like the Browns even without Chubb. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like the Titans will just beat them because the Titans are just a clone of the fucking Steelers. No, they're not. They're not. They're not as good as the Steelers' defense. In my uh, okay. yeah, Broncos, Broncos, Dolphins, Dolphins minus six and a half. I really like the Dolphins in that one too. This is their first home game too. Yeah, I mean. Uh. Do people in Miami actually go to Miami Dolphins games uh, no. since the 70s? I feel like that stadium still, like, if the Packers or the Steelers went to Miami, that That's stadium more... was an old fucking away team. Even if the yeah. Dolphins 
five and like the Packers when they yeah whatever you could tell in the you could tell in like the Brady years how bad it was because like how many Pats jerseys were just in the stadium but uh a a good matchup to watch on the outside is uh fucking Tyreek Hill against uh Patrick Sertan especially if Jalen Waddle doesn't play because uh Jalen Waddle's in concussion protocol um so that's that might be a sneaky like little tidbit that like could have some underlings in this game. Yeah. Um, Patriots at Jets. Patriots favored by two and a half points. I like this game a lot. I <sighs> think the Jets are due. They're due to like put it together. They got to put it together. Brees Hall needs the ball. Yeah. Dalvin Cook use the running game. Play the what Bill Belichick used to play on offense. Just run the fucking ball down their throat. Use Garrett Wilson and some fucking play action. You have a good complimentary core, and then their defense. I don't think Mac Jones is is fucking that offensive line of the Patriots is not good. We'll see. But uh, but you know better than anybody. This is your old uh, OC. Like, does Nathaniel Hackett have that in him to just let the run game go? Because, uh, like, for the Jets, I'm saying. Because, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's times where this dude just wants to throw it, and it's like, dude, you could easily run it with these two backs you have. I saw, uh, like, I felt that in the Bills game. I want to say with the way Salah plays football, he's like, just run the fucking ball. You think and so? He's going to tell him run the fucking ball like he did with the Niners. And don't fucking do what you did in Denver. And try start slinging it around. Um, yeah, Bills at Commanders, Buffalo minus six and a half in in FedEx Field too. Old Ral John Maryland. Um, that's a sneaky one. I feel like because like Commanders two and zero, coming off of like a high of like that come from behind victory. Is Chase Young? playing right now yeah yeah he was uh, apparently he was supposed to be on a pitch count for that game against denver and uh he was like uh go fuck yourself coaching staff and he like played like the whole game yeah i don't know i like uh, because the bills have their running game going makes yeah, you want to think the bills the bills are just a lot more complete of an offense so i still say the bills i don't know about six and a half points so i i could see them like as a you know four or five point win yeah, I wonder. I want to know how the Bills' defense will do against Sam Howell and those wide receivers of Washington. Because like, they're it seemed like they started to come alive in the uh, Bronco game, especially like putting up how many points they did. Yeah, I mean they have a ton of offensive players. It's just the Sam Howell legit, and he looks kind of legit this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons at Lions, another really sneaky good game. I that Lions are favored three and a half points. Falcons are undefeated going on the road for the first time. I think that's a easy Detroit win. I think Detroit is a much better team than Atlanta. Um, Atlanta's got a good defense, not a great defense. And I think they have a really good running game, but suspect offensive line. So it's like, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Kenneth Walker had a pretty good game against the Lions last week. I, I forgot to mention that, but you could see like a B, like a, this could be the Bijan game type thing. But um, yeah, I, I, I would I would be hammering the Lions hard. Uh, I just feel like they're the better team and they're playing at home. I it, more so to Jared Goff, Desmond Ritter. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's really where it boils down is Desmond Ritter. I think he's the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Um, Saints at Packers. Packers, I don't know how, but they're favored by two points. I think that's going to go down um, as the week goes on. I, Are Jones or Watson going to come back? Yeah, I, it's got to be Jones and Watson. Think about this. Packers didn't have David Bakhtiari, their star left tackle, their number one wide receiver, their star number one running back, nope. and their quarterback's making his third start in his career. And, like, you go on the road and you play a team. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think many teams in football would win with those four characteristics. But we should have all three of those guys back. Uh, we losing our star left tackle or left guard, Elton Jenkins. So that's a huge loss. He didn't play in that Falcons game either. He he did. Elton Jenkins played 19 snaps, and then he was. Oh, out. and then he left. Oh, I, yeah, I just so, remember seeing that on the bottom line. Yeah, so we had our shitty backup, or not even our backup. He went in. It, Royce Newman, he's terrible, but that's a, that's a concern. Um, our defensive line didn't look great. Saints. Maybe the running game's not there because Alvin Kamara is still not in. So that's. Yeah, I don't be, even know who would be the running back. It's going to be thirty-four Thomas, who wasn't bad, or Jones. Jones, thirty-four Jones was balling. He was the one that sealed the game against the Panthers. He just kept on rushing for touchdowns. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I think the Saints win. Texans at Jaguars. Oof. Um, CJ Stroud throws for four hundred yards. Jags minus nine and a half. Yeah, put put the over on passing yards for CJ Stroud just because he's going to be garbage points. But this is going to be a – I think it's going to be a a high-scoring game, maybe. Jags defense is pretty good, dude. I haven't watched much of the Jags defense, so I need to. Yeah, yeah the Jags defense is pretty good. They 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 held the Chiefs in check, man. Uh, they, were, they were flying around that field, too. Uh, I would say because of coming off that loss of how bad it was because their their offense might just want to take out like a fucking 50 burger on the Texans. I still don't know if I like the Jags nine and a half. Yeah, nine and a half is a lot. Jags, Colts, Colts should have almost covered that game and thank God I had the Jets. Remember week one? Yeah. Um, yep. Okay, we got Chargers, Vikings. Even. Interesting. That's a that's a good pick 'em, but the Vikings at home, still I like. Uh, well, not Austin, Austin Eckler is out. So both of these teams are zero and two. One's got to go to zero and three. They obviously both these fan bases think that their teams are going to the playoffs this year. Like, who does this hurt more if they lose? Yeah, that's like. It's a terrible – that's a terrible way to, like, get screwed. You know what I mean? To be set up in the schedule this bad. I don't know. The Vikings, I think Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, Kirk Cousins. You haven't might... seen much from Alexander Madison either. This could be the game. Like, the Chargers run D is not that amazing. For real. Um. Okay, and then I was just checking to see if it was dark outside. Um, then we got Panthers, Seahawks. That's Ooh, what a stinker. I mean, that's the thing is the Panthers can beat 
the Panthers cannot beat anybody, but they can keep a game close with anybody. Bryce Young is just defense, yeah. Bryce Young is just a click or two away from putting it together, and then that defense can play some complimentary football. Seahawks have a have a really good team, but I don't think any team besides like the 49ers or like the Bills or the Ravens, you're really like, oh, the Panthers can't keep a game close. Like I think they can definitely keep a game close against the Seahawks. Another road game, though, that's tough for Bryce Young. Um, yeah, going all the way across the United States now. Uh, but Geno Smith started to put something together last week. Uh, I think he could ride something high against a uh, weaker opponent, maybe get some turnovers from the Seahawks defense, shorten up the field a little bit for Geno. Yeah. Uh, also, Kenneth Walker kind of put something together against the Lions, like I said earlier. Now we have Cowboys Dude, four at four o'clock games. The four o'clock games of this Sunday look so bad. You know what sucks is I hate that because when my team plays at one, I want to watch. I'm There's not like watching. seven games that you want to watch, right? Yes. All those games that we just listed, I'm not going to get to watch anything but like the highlights. Yeah. And I have to watch the Cowboys destroy Arizona. And then let's just we'll, – we'll talk about that game for three seconds. All right. Fucking – you can probably football. talk about these two games for like two seconds. That's it. Yeah, like that's terrible. Josh Dobbs, fuck you. Bears at Chiefs. KC minus 12 and a half. That's that's actually <laughs> a better game than I think people give credit to. Really? Bears do, like, do you think Justin Fields is just gonna figure it out all of a sudden? I don't think the Chiefs are putting it together all that crazy. And I don't think the Bears have a terrible roster. I think they have a better roster than people are just shitting on them for. If Justin Fields puts it together, which he has all the talent in the world to do so, he can make a splash. And we all know that. We'll just – I don't know. I don't think he's dominant. The way that I look at this game right here is just Andy Reid and Matt Eberflus after like – just taking a couple of things away. Oh, yeah, and then also Chris Jones being back was a big fucking plus for the Kansas City defense against Trevor Lawrence. Jones was all over fucking Lawrence on Sunday. But, dude, Justin Fields, man, he this might be a, a bad look. And then just to touch on the Cowboys-Cardinals, oh, God, like over-under – Arizona gets over 100 yards on the Cowboys' defense. Garbage points. Not until the fourth quarter. <laughs> Not until the fourth they start quarter. Pulling, they start pulling first string out. They'll get, they'll get like a, a PI, a defensive PI on the, the Cowboys. That'll give them like 60 yards of just field position, but that'll be it. Um, Steelers at Raiders. Raiders are favored by two and a half points for Sunday Night Football. That's Really? Yeah, it makes no sense to me. The Raiders, go, the Raiders, after being beat 38-10, I'm gonna that's gonna be a pick for me as the Steelers. Um, we got, I mean, that could be a good game, but I don't see so just because I think Dude, the Raiders well, how, how do the Raiders have a Sunday night game? Um, because they have Jimmy Garoppolo, which you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? Jimmy Garoppolo. Is he the looked, guy that he looked really bad on Sunday. I know you saw like none of that game. He looked really bad, dude. I, I'm like right now, I'm like walking in the blind after last week. I just kind of like have my assumptions from like the last six years of like players starting experience, but I'm not really to say to say one thing about the this game is that that could be 
two of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now playing against one each other, one another because Kenny Pickett looked really bad last night too. Yeah, I thought it was crazy how like he was like the the darling you, darling of the preseason. Did you find it crazy that that they kept handing the ball to Najee Harris when Jalen Warren looked so much better? Yeah, it's because Najee Harris like looks like a fucking star, and Good I think number he, one. I think he's a little slow. That's what everyone's been saying. I think he's got all this, like the like. If you're like playing Xbox, he's got all the different button moves. You know what I mean? Like he's got the the spin Ooh. move, the Ooh. hurdle. He's got the he's got the stiff arm, the hurdle. But he's got like seventy five speed. But he's yeah, he's like a seventy seven speed. And so, like his acceleration, he can jump over a guy, and then he can make a guy miss, and then he can stiff arm a guy. But then, like all ten guys are around the football by the time he fucking does that, and he's like getting like three yards. So his yards Dude. per carry is like. He's getting like 20 carries a game for like 64 yards. There was like two plays last night where I was thankful that Najee was in the game because I was like, Jalen Warren probably would have broken that. I know. Yeah. Well, Jalen Warren's fast as fuck. I would say that the Steelers are just going to run the ball in that game. Fuck Kenny Pickett throwing it. Like, yes. Okay. And then we got Eagles, Bucks, Eagles minus five. First game of Monday Night Football. That's a good game. Two undefeated teams at Tampa Bay. And I think Tampa can make that a really, really good game. And I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if, you know. It's like a field goal at the end. Yeah, I'm I'm still going to say that the fucking Eagles win, but that's not going to be an easy one. Um, Rams I think at- that, that, that game is all Baker Mayfield. Like, what can Baker Mayfield do against the Eagles defense? Yeah. And then we got Rams at Bengals, which I think at the beginning of this episode I said Buccaneers at Bengals for Monday Night Football. I was mistaken, obviously. Rams at Bengals, Super Bowl rematch. This game has a lot of – I think this is an exciting game. Like, this is going to be – also, Puka Nakua, who the fuck are you? This is crazy that he's the guy out of the BYU. He's like the fucking – got 51 fantasy points. He's gotten like plus 10 catches every single game so far. Yep. Once – once Coop's Cooper Cup's back, like you got, you got two wide receivers. Yeah, you got two guys that just are just a volume catcher. It's gonna be crazy. And then also two two Atwells kind of like come out of nowhere for the uh the He's Cardinals. Their gadget guy, yeah. Yeah. He was a he was a great gadget guy at Louisville and then he got drafted by the Rams and took him like two years to get get something going in the NFL. Uh yeah, and we mentioned earlier Joe Burrow questionable for this game. Uh also with that calf injury, having Aaron Donald run at you while you are not a hundred percent, it doesn't sound like the most fun to spend your Monday night. Amen. And now with this, let's give our lock of the week. Lock of the week. So we well, are third down. We're on third down. So we have our lock, one lock, and one upset. Who were our locks and upsets last week? Uh, my lock last week was... Um, your lock last week was the Packers. Yeah, yeah, and was the Packers. And, and the upset was the, was Titans. the Titans, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay, my lock was the Eagles. Yes. And my upset was the Jets, which obviously... Yeah, nope, that didn't happen. We did that. So, Everybody remember, we did the picks... Before Aaron Rodgers got hurt, so, so that's fucked up. That's fucked up. I texted you when it happened. Do you want to change these? Yeah, I'm pissed. Um, but although, like, if we had the Browns in there with the Steelers, like that would have been a different game with Chubbin. Um, that's why I don't bet on the Browns. So I'm gonna get yeah, 
I'm gonna go. So I'm two and zero oh on locks. You're one and one on locks, and then I'm oh. yes. Yeah, my no, my lock week one was the Bucks. Yes, your lock this week was the Packers. Oh shit, yeah. So, so I'm two and zero oh on locks. You're one and one on locks, and then I'm one and one on upsets, and you're two and zero oh on upsets. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah. My my lock was the Commanders week one, and the Bucks were my upset. Yeah. So, just keep track. We got to keep that as a tab. Um. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then we're gonna go into for let's what what's your lock of the week? What's your upset of the week? Quick lock of the week for Kyle. Mm, lock of the week. Oh yeah, I forgot we don't do this uh, with lines. We just do locks. I think uh, lock of the week. I'm gonna take the Ravens. That was my Super Bowl pick. I actually am looking forward to this game. Um, I want to see Lamar. Uh, now that the Brown season is basically over, I, I want to see other teams go- do good, and that mostly revolves around players I like, and I like Lamar Jackson. Okay, I am going. Fuck. This is tough for me. Go for go. Give me your upset too. My upset of the week. Ooh, I'm torn on that. Mm. My upset. I'm gonna take the Rams. Okay, that's good. So you got Rams lock Ravens upset. Other I'm way. going other way. Yeah, yeah. Ravens. I have bad handwriting, so Rams looks like Ravens. You have Ravens <laughs> lock, Rams upset. Cole has the Cowboys at minus twelve as the lock. Well, not even minus twelve, just the Cowboys just, to win. Yeah, just to win. Yeah. Um, the Saints I have as my upset over the Of course Packers. you do. Of course you do. And if you ever fade the Packers again as your lock, I'm gonna fucking lose all my money. All right, and then going into fourth down, our best and sneakiest matchup of the week. I think you had the Chiefs and Jags as your best matchup. I had the Ravens-Bengals, and then I think sneakiest, I had Packers-Falcons, and you had Commanders-Broncos. Did I have that as my sneaky matchup? I think. No, my my sneaky matchup was the Colts and Texans. Okay, yeah, mine was I think maybe Seahawks Lions or it was Packers Falcons. I think I had two. I tried to put two. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, my best matchup of the week, and there's there's a lot of good ones. I'm not even gonna look at the four o'clock slate. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I think Patriots Jets is gonna be a really really good game. Um, and then my sneakiest matchup is fuck me. Um, you probably Titans Browns. If you like defensive football, Titans Browns is going to be a good game. Yes, it's going to be way worse than you think it's going to be. What's funny is, will I be watching either of those games? Unfortunately, no. But how, over under, how many turnovers will Deshaun Watson have? Uh, I think the line's going to be two and a half, possibly. Uh, best matchup, I'm going to go with the Super Bowl rematch of Los Angeles Rams at Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I just feel like a 
freaking hobbled Joe Burrow. That might be a recipe for destruction for the Bengals, and that could potentially start this season 0-3, and, and that kind of would make me a little happy, even though probably my fantasy team won't be doing too good because I have Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. Uh, and then sneakiest matchup. Um, I'll take... Dude, sneaky matchup. Sneaky matchup. I'm just gonna say the Chargers and the at, at the Vikings because honestly, those are two zero and two teams with uh with fucking playoff aspirations, and I just think that like that's just gonna be a fucking a slobber knocker of a game of two teams duking it out and not not want like both refusing to go zero and three. I completely agree. I have kind of overlooked that one, but I feel like that's a. Possibly the best matchup, not the rival for the sneakiest, but that's why that yeah. our fourth down is flawed. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I just took the as the sneaky one is because both teams are zero and two. Yeah, I like that too. Um, and then we have our pick six. Okay, pick Wait, six. What did we go yet last week? I want to. Both of us had the Raiders, and that was wrong. I had the Rams. I got that. I had Raiders Rams. Oh fuck! I had Raiders, Rams, Chiefs. Oh fuck! I don't. We, have need, my we need to do. We need to go back and review. What we I don't have. have my book in front of me. That's why. I think uh, so. Here, I had Raiders, Chiefs, Giants, Ravens, Jets, Dolphins, and you had Ravens, Seahawks, Rams, Jets, Raiders, Chiefs. Yep, I have this written down. Yeah, so, so my two losses are Jets and Raiders. Jets. So Jets were definitely a loss. Yeah, for both and, of then, us. and then the Raiders were definitely a loss for both of us. Raiders were definitely a loss for both of us. And then Seahawks were... Seahawks a- won outright, and I had the points. Yes, yeah, so you had Seahawks. And then... Ravens, Ravens covered. No, they were the they were the underdog. Ravens only won by three. No, Ravens were the underdog. Oh, you're right. You skank. So you're two and two. Raider, wait. Rams, Rams covered. Did they cover? Yeah, because of the field oh, goal right. at the end of Fuck the game. You. Yes. So you're three and two, and then Chiefs. Chiefs covered. Covered. So you're four and two on this week. Mm-hmm. Bravo. So you were. You were two and four last week. Now you're four and two. Six so, and six. Six and six for Kyle. I was three and three last week. And I had the Giants plus f- minus four, which didn't happen. Nope. The Rams I had, so that's good. Covered. Chiefs I had. Which Covered. Is good. Raiders did not cover. Jets did not cover. Dolphins. What was the line? Dolphins plus two and a, or minus two and a half. They won by seven. So yeah. So I got it. So yeah. So I am three and three. So I am six and six. Both of us are six and six. <laughs> That's why you don't gamble in Vegas. Is because you're just gonna fucking break even at best. We think we're the smartest fucking guys in the world. Oh uh, no way! I don't think I'm the smartest guy in the world at all. Um. You and, want me to go first? Yeah. All right. This is going to be tough. Ah, oh, man. Give me the Lions. 
Lions minus three. Right? Wait, Lions are minus three and a half. All right, I'll take the three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, mm, mm. Give me the commanders to cover. Oh, man. Lions, commanders. Ooh, I really just want to just go straight down the line with this. I'll take the Texans to cover. I'll take the Colts to cover. That's four. Um, mm, I'll take the Bucks with the points, and I'll take the Rams with the points. Okay. And I'm not gonna try to look at yours as I'm doing mine. I I'm looking at this, and I think. Fuck, this is tough. I like the Lions. I like the Steelers. I like the... I like the Bengals. Okay. Hmm... I like the I like the fuck this is tough man. This is tough. I'm gonna have to say I like the Bills. No, I don't. I don't. I like the Jets. I do like the Jets. Yep. And then even though without Rodgers, that's like still your second favorite team. I like the Dolphins. Yeah, they are still rental car. Your um, your favorite team to gamble on this year is already the Dolphins. And I'm gonna go Texans. Okay, so we have how many teams do we have in common there? Uh we both have the Lions and both Texans. have the Texans, and that's it. And then we're against each other on the Rams Bengals. Yeah. But well, week three. Fucking NFL, man. This is gonna be this is frustrating because I feel like the 1 p.m. slate is the best games of the of this like this entire week. The 1 p.m. has all of them. And then like Yeah, and then the two Monday night games look good. You have, yeah, the two Monday nights are good games. And then Steelers Raiders could be like, no, that'll be fun. That'll be no. okay to watch. It'll be okay to for watch the, for the first half. The fucking are, Steelers are going to yeah. kill them. Well, they're two, they're two non playoff teams, and possibly the Steelers make the playoffs, but we'll see. Um, I swear to God, if they make the playoffs with that terrible of a team. Well, I think it's just the quarterbacks unproven. Um, and their offensive line is too. Yeah. But, with that being said, that closes home. that closes out another weekend of Eminem going deep. We went from four listeners week one to zero in week two. So we're getting better. You know what you know what that means, Cal? You didn't even send me the podcast to listen to. <laughs> I didn't even I actually didn't even know you posted it. 
Oh, I did. So, I I posted it until um, this weekend, and then you because you usually it's like you don't have Instagram, so that's one yeah. thing. That I'm, no one's really. Tr- I was really trying to grow the Twitter this week. I've gotten our followers up a little bit. A lot of engagement. Yeah, we just need we need to get you know an Instagram. Yeah, and we, it's fine because here's the truth. This is for us to hold each other accountable on our football picks. I don't know. Yeah, our, our picks and how much I hate being a Browns fan. Yeah, yeah, dude, fucking so mad. It's good. You guys are doing really good. It's tough to get out of bed this morning. Okay, man. All right, you got to do your other thing. So we'll see you all next Wednesday for Eminem. Next Wednesday. Oh. Wait.